Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast of History of Music. Last week, if you guys remember, we discussed Shona's culture and religion, but this week we are going to be jumping into traditionesque and Korean percussion music. So, a lot of you are probably wondering, what is traditionesque? So, I'm going to tell you. The meaning is pretty much what it sounds like. Kind of traditional, but it also has a different kind of theme to where it's not considered purely classical, original nature. In Korea, a big tradition in their culture is percussion ensembles. It's very important to them. So, I'll inform you guys on their percussion traditions that are modern transformations of time. So, there are two types of traditions that I'm going to point out. The first one I'm going to point out is pangmu, which means wind object. This is a farmer's percussion and dance band, and it's all throughout traditional Korea. The pangmu has four main purposes going to these rural areas. To bless houses, help crops grow, and even help villages and events. So these people were kind of like cheerleaders to help these farming communities. I just got a call in from Megan, and she asked, what is Pengmul known for? Which I think is a great question. Pengmul is known for the procession and ensemble. They march from farm to farm carrying flags that have farmers are the foundation of earth written on them, which is a really common phrase throughout Korea. Alright, so the last thing I'm going to point out from the Pengmul is the instruments following the flag bearer. There is a guanguari, which is a small gong, and they lead the ensemble. It's a high-pitched, loud instrument that changes the pattern and tempo. Next is the jing, which is a larger gong, and they mark the metric divisions that keep time. There is also a jango, which is an hourglass-shaped drum. It plays more of a detailed version of each rhythmic pattern. Lastly, we have the book, and it's a barrel drum to play the skeletal outline and rhythmic pattern. Another genre is samanori. This is a stagecraft, but it began as a farmer's band from entertainment. But it developed from a form of percussion and dance, as well as pungmul. This genre is more fixed than pungmul. The salmonori are much organized and planned. There was a big debate on if this genre is traditional or not. Of course, traditionalists say that it does not belong in Korean traditional music, and it's more of a modern type of music. Samuel Norai is most popular traditionesque genre, which is the definition of traditionesque, are cultural practices that reference traditional, but maintain a flexible relationship to the past and its forms, like I gave you the definition earlier. So this genre is very dramatic and transformative. It moves from slow to extremely fast and conveys the energy and power of this music. So these two genres of music display the traditionesque, where they are half tradition, but they don't have their place in traditional music. I think that these two genres of music are very important for you guys to know because Korea is very set on traditional music and what fits into the category of traditional and traditional-esque music. I want to thank you guys for joining and keeping up with my podcast. 
I hope you guys enjoy learning the history of music and stay tuned for next week's episode of my podcast. It's going to be a good one. See you guys later.